My name is Miranda Quinta. My whole life, I've been able to see into the future and the minds of those around me. Never considered these powers a gift, but now the people in my city are threatened by a powerful psychic, and I might be the only one that can stop them. This is the hero Miravision. I won't just see the future. I'll make it. Hello, you are probably listening to what is probably We Play RPGs, and this is probably a superhero episode. I am your host, Eli, joined by... Probably Celine. Yeah. And uh, this episode, because I forgot to say it last time, is brought to you by both Metallic Dice Games that make some pretty friggin' cool dice. I actually, I bought their Amethyst because they were having a... Uh, 20% off sale, and our coupon code play it forward is 10% off, and they are so pretty. It It's so pretty. I love them so much, and my very first roll was a natural 20. It's the power of Amethyst. Yeah, it just gets it going. But we're also brought to you by Found Familiar Coffee, the same ten, uh, play it forward, 10% off your coffee. Um, I know you, you haven't gotten to try it yet, but... It smells so good. Yes. Uh, I, the bag that's on the table is a 12 ounce bag that I got two weekends ago and it is almost gone. (laughs) I can't wait. Uh, Well, like what a thing that I'm going to, I'm going to keep trying different coffees before I do this, but you can set up a subscription and be like, oh, I'm going to drink this bag in two weeks. So, you know, every two weeks charge me you know, the, the same $15 or whatever, and send me a new bag. That's dope. I'm yeah. super excited. Uh, and then, of course, they credit all of the artists that, because every, even uh, this bag was this uh, initiative. This artwork on the bag isn't on their website in the pictures for it. So they use different artwork all the time and they credit the artists. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. But to get into the episode, when we left off, uh, Henry had come to you for help, claiming that this phantasm is, is a, some sort of separate entity inside of him. And you had told him to, go, to meet you at Frisia's uh, shop. So I unlock the door and let Henry in. Mm-hmm. And all right, Henry, what happened? I okay okay um uh like I said when I was a kid you know I I'd have these impulses to to you know I'd get upset and I want to hurt someone and I I had I had convinced myself that it was it wasn't me it was it was this this thing in my head and eventually it became a thing in my head I I think. I think maybe it has to do with my powers. Yeah. Um, and I, 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 at at first, I could control it. I could use my powers, and I could control it. But eventually, it would sometimes control, take control, and and make me hurt people. 
and then I, I would, I would, it's not even, I, I black out. It's just, I'm not in control, but since you showed up, it's, it's a whole different thing. It's, it's not a him taking control and, and just hurting people that I'm upset with. Now it's, it's some kind of game to him. It's, it's fun. And he does not want me in control anymore. Can you, I don't, I don't know. I've never met anybody else with powers like mine. Can you kill him? I don't know. I, 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 from what I've read, there's, um, people who can read minds, they, they can enter the psyche of someone else. They, they can, and I, I've done it before. I mean, it, it's super intense, but I mean, if, if you, if you went into my psyche, like maybe you could help me, me kill this thing. How do I know this isn't a trap? I'm going to be honest. I have no idea how to prove that to you. All right. Where did you read this at? There's a Facebook group I'm a part of, and he tells you the same Facebook group you were looking at, and he's going, and and somebody was just talking about, like, mind palaces and and how it it helps create structure in the psyche so that you can just kind of, like, box stuff off. All right. All right. I'm not going to make you roll. You both, you sit him down in one of the comfy chairs and you sit down in the uh, one of the other comfy chairs. Um, and he closes his eyes and you close yours and you feel that, that tether mm-hmm. uh, form, but it becomes much more, not rigid, but sturdy. You know, instead of these, this string, you know, like a, a tin can, mm-hmm. you know, telephone string kind of thing. It's more like this, like a mooring rope, you know, that you're like a a gangplank that is holding these two ships together and keeping them from floating apart. Okay. Uh, And you, you follow this tether and your entire perception has shifted now. And you see Henry standing there beside you and you're in... What seems to be a very large, you know, in on TV, whenever they go into a mansion, there's yeah. always like this big room. Yeah. Uh, it's basically that. And he says, I, I don't know if he'll be in his room. Well, let's go find him. All right. And you're walking across this, you know, checkerboard. You notice it's not linoleum, it's marble. Uh, floor and Henry steps on one of the black squares and just falls. Uh, and you hear him screaming, and you know it's echoing around. And this voice behind you says, uh, "Huh, this is a bit unexpected." And you turn, and it's hey, kind of Henry, but it's like this more—he just seems wrong, like the way that. Uh, Mr. Hyde is described okay. in those books is that he, he 
looks exactly like Henry, but there is just something about this this psyche within a psyche that is wrong. Okay. And he says, uh, you know, if Henry wasn't so weak, this would actually be a pretty good plan. But now that you're here, let's play. And he just kind of like, like just fades, you know, like a, a like a, a cloud of steam or something. And you are now alone in what is what appears to be Henry's mind palace. I should have just called out that day. All right. I see you want to play hide and seek. Um, and this voice echoes and it's the phantasm. You you recognize it now. Um, and he says, well, I'll get to you, but I have to kill the others first. I noticed you said it in the plural sense. Uh, there is no reply. I go over to the area that Henry fell through. Mm-hmm. Is it still floor or is it like When you reach portal? to touch it, it's floor. Is there like doors, windows, anywhere around me? Um, there is no front door, but there are windows. Um, and there are other like interior doors. I'm going to use a vision within somebody else's mind <laughs> to see where to go. All right. Um, you, you know, focus on your precognition and um, you see surging through this hallway. You know, see your your point of view surging through this hallway to um, a door and the door opens up and it's a, a child's room. All right. I go to that door. All right. As you're walking, you hear growling, and you turn around, and there is this massive dog. Uh, you actually recognize it. It's probably like one of those shepherd dogs, but this is like from a scared child's perspective. You know, so maybe this a trauma from Henry's childhood that the phantasm is using to uh, distract you. And uh, because you are precognitive, you go first. I'm going to use my influence on this dog. Okay. I like that. Uh, What are you telling the dog to do? I'm telling him to... Probably telling him to do much of anything uh i was going to tell him to be good all right we'll say that this is forceful okay because you're having to kind of shift this psychic entity to zero well the good news is it got a minus two all right um so you see this image this of this giant mean dog um kind of shrink down into just a dog uh, and it just sits down and sticks its tongue out it's panting a little bit just kind of like waiting for you to tell it to do something 
Am I able to communicate with Henry at all? You don't know. Henry! Let's see. I, th- I think because we are now in a mindscape kind of thing, your psychic powers would be very helpful here. Um, I'm trying to think what approach... Well, what what approach would you like to use to kind of use your telepathy to uh, locate Henry? Hmm. I think I would like to use clever. Okay. Describe that to me. Yeah, actually, let me describe what I want to do and we'll try to figure out what approach would work. Okay. So, actually... I feel like we're talking about, like, this child's room, this dog. It's, like, child Henry. Mm -hmm. So this is, like, some residual trauma from his childhood. So I would actually like to locate child Henry. All right. And show him, like, look, the dog is a good dog. All right. That seems like a, uh, a clever thing to do. So I got four nothings um, and then a two. All right. Um, yeah, you you kind of tell the dog, you know, come on. And the dog just trots and follows you to this door. And when you open it, yeah, it's a, it's a child's room. And you see this maybe six-year-old child that is, if you, it's almost definitely Henry. I mean, even if you weren't in this mindscape, you you can see the facial features that eventually become Henry's face. And they hop up and go, hi. Hey, how's it going, buddy? Oh, it's going great. Do you want to play Candyland? I love Candyland. Oh, oh, and I don't really know how to play Monopoly, but I have Monopoly. Um, And I have Legos. You play with Legos? I love Legos. Um, I also like... I like Candyland, and I like cartoons, and I like chicken nuggets, and I like dogs. Do you like dogs? Oh, dogs are great. Yeah. I remember when I had a dog. Have you ever had a dog? No, my mom was allergic, but my grandma had a farm, and she had this big dog, and he barked at me a lot. Was was he a really big, mean dog, or just... I didn't think so, but the coward wouldn't let me go see him. The coward? Yeah. He's a scaredy cat. Who's the scaredy cat? The coward. Is it a big... And I described the, the, the dog that very clearly was like this this little yeah. thing trotting behind me. Was it that dog? Oh, yeah. But that's how I remember the dog. Is it big? No, is that. And he points at the regular dog. Yeah. But well, the coward always remembers things as scary. Who's the cat? Uh, who who is this cowardly scaredy cat? Is he like a friend of yours? Oh, the coward's another Henry. Henry gave us all different names because it got confusing. What's your name? I'm the child. Where's the coward? Oh, he lives in the basement. Do you think if I showed him this dog, he would not be so scared? I don't know. Maybe. Do you want to come with me? Sure. All right. I make him hold my hand, and I hope that one of us can manifest a leash. Uh, yeah, I mean, you you think about it, and this leash and a you know collar 
we head down to the basement. You get to the stairs and you feel the floor that you're on on start to rumble and you hear the phantasm's voice and he says thank you i've been having such a hard time getting that door open and this minotaur looking creature crashes out of one of the other doors and comes charging towards you what would you like to do is the dog still under my influence uh it seems so um so the way we're going to do combat here is there's you, okay. there's the phantasm, there's the dog, and there's the child. So right now it is your turn, and when you're done with whatever you're going to do on your turn, you choose which of those other three characters get to go after you. Okay. I wanted to use my influence to have the dog revert back to what it was before, only at the Minotaur. But okay. that... Yeah, I mean, you can try that okay i think that would be that'd be clever seems like a, a clever action to take two positives a zero and a negative so a plus one three okay well you uh succeeded with flare which means you have a boost um so just kind of for the rest of the combat, you have the option of uh, getting a something. I gotta look up in the book specifically. I think it just gives you a plus two. Oh. So you, when you roll again, you can just choose to get a plus two, specifically involving the dog. Okay. I tell how the action will play out is I tell the dog to protect me and the child. Uh, yeah, you, you gain the boost uh, guard dog. Bork, bork. Uh, so, which character will go next? You know what? I'm kind of curious to see what the child can do. Um, the child looks at the phantasm in this minotaur form and says, uh, I told you, I don't like this game. And he attempts to bend the hallway around the minotaur. Okay. Like planks of wood busting out of the wall to grab onto this creature and pull it into the wall. Great. And the phantasm resists with a better roll. Um, so you see uh, the child get this angry look on their, on his face and the boards peel up off the wall and wrap around the min this minotaur creature and start to pull it towards and the uh, minotaur creature just rips the boards away and the child chooses the phantasm to go next who reaches forward and the floor, like liquid, comes up and tries to grab the child and pull it towards him. And succeeds with flare. Uh, and the child screams as it is pulled towards this minotaur creature. And uh, the minotaur is holding the child in its hand. And it is now the dog's turn. And you know what? I'm going to roll for the dog. Okay. But I'm going to let you decide what it tries to do. Okay. So the dog reverts to... It's like the size of a pony. Yeah. It 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 takes back on that, like, fearful, like, well, yeah, scary, big, mm -hmm. lots of teeth, 
what whatever like what the coward would have imagined yeah. and what I saw earlier is what that dog refers yeah. back to. And like yeah, think like the uh the demon dogs from Ghostbusters but with fur. Okay. So lunges for I'm assuming the the Minotaur has the kid. Yeah, in in its big and the arm is extended, right? Um so whatever side the arm is not on, mm-hmm. so if it's his right arm he goes for the left side. Okay. Um just trying to injure phantasm yeah the phantasm as the dog runs up attempts to just bat it away and that is a tie uh which the dog doesn't manage to do any harm uh but the dog now has a boost that it can use uh the uh enemy distracted okay but it is now your turn again and something you I think it's reasonable for you to have picked up on is that the mindscape is malleable. Um, especially, you know, you were able to manifest a, a leash and collar for the dog. Both the child and the phantasm have mutated their surroundings to their desire. So I, I, I bring that up in case you had some like crazy shit in mind. I too would like to mutate to the floor. And I would like to mutate the floor to kind of come up and like imprison the phantasm like at least up to like here uh, yeah up to up to like the armpit yeah all right i think that would be trying to create an advantage was that clever um yeah i think that would be clever uh, he attempts to uh <laughs> use flashy and uh actually meld into the floor well, I got a, I got a two, and he just barely beat you. Okay, because <laughs> he got a three. Yeah, you you kind of pull the floor up to try and get him, and it it's hard. Um, which you think might just be because it's not your mindscape, but as it comes up, it actually kind of like shifts, and instead of being something holding him in place, it is now just like he's a part of the floor. Okay. Um, So who goes next? We'll let the dog go next. All right. Uh, What would you like the dog to do? Hmm. I would like the dog to... Is there any lighting in here? Yeah. Yeah, there's uh, little lamps. What kind of... Always. What kind of lamps are they? Um, They're those, like, clamshell lamps. Is it electricity? Yes. Okay. Your best guess is that Henry's mind palace is his childhood home. Is there like a chandelier above us? Uh, no, not directly above you. In the vicinity? Yes. The dog is going to lunge and try to bring down the chandelier. Like onto the uh, phantasm? Or just in general? In general. Okay. Um. Alright, the uh, dog succeeds. So what... What were you hoping for by the dog bringing down this chandelier? Exposed wires. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that happens. The uh, dog leaps off of this second uh, story kind of balcony thing before you get to the big stairs and lands on the chandelier and brings it down. That is all that the dog can do. Okay. Who should go next? See what the child can do. Okay. Uh, The child is going to attempt to escape. 
Um, you actually see the child attempting to kind of meld out of the, like, like phase through mm-hmm. the phantasm's hand. Uh, and the phantasm just closes its hand tighter. And the child is getting somewhere. Okay. But it has not succeeded in escape. Alright, let's see what the phantasm is gonna... Um, the phantasm actually grabs the child in both hands and pulls him up to their chest. Uh, and you see this form become more amorphous as it surrounds the child. Um... The child is terrified okay. as it just becomes absorbed into this form, and it uh, the form reverts back into the the form of the phantasm that you're more familiar with, and you hear this crashing noise from back where you came from, and uh, the phantasm the every all the damage that's been done is just gone. And the phantasm says, Ah, feels good to be less separated. All right, then. Let's see if you can find the coward in Henry before I do. Bye. And he just sinks down into the floor. I look at the... Is the dog still there? No. God damn it. Don't even get the dog. Okay. I am going to... I'm going to use my vision again. Okay. Who are you looking for? Hmm. I'm going to look for Henry. Okay. You, something a bit weirder happens with your vision this time. Is that you're looking into the future to see where you find Henry. And as you're doing it, the scenery around you shifts. Until you are now in what seems to be a pool house. Um, And you can see a pretty decently sized pool. I mean, it's an in-ground pool. It's a rich person thing no matter what, but um, it's not like an Olympic pool or anything like that. But um, Henry is there in the pool house when you just appear. And he is just like pulled up into the fetal position, leaning in between a cabinet and the wall. Hi, Henry. (gasps) He, he killed the child. He, I, he just, he just absorbed it. Minor sin. I didn't know that was a thing that could happen. Yeah. I'm gonna die. You know, your parents have a lot of money. They should have just gotten you some therapy. My dad says they're all quacks. Your dad's an idiot. But anyway. Yeah. Who's the coward? He's my fear. The, the child was my, my joy, the, the things that make me happy. And the, the coward is all the things that make me afraid. Are there any more of y'all? No. What do I need to know about this phantasm? I, I don't know what else I can tell you other than what I've said. I guess, I think he's, I think he's trying to become the primary. You're the primary, right? Yes. Okay. Does he have some kind of plan once he becomes the primary? Is he... I don't know. Alright. I assume he's just gonna... He's a hes a sadist. Okay. What? Who was the first person you hurt? 
with this phantasm? Our housekeeper. Why? She she wouldn't let me play in the laundry basket. What'd I you was do? Four. I I I imagined her misstepping and falling down the stairs. And then what happened? And then she took a step as if the stairs weren't there. And she fell. Broke her I, I think it was her hip or something, but I, I just know that she never came back. How'd you feel after that? Confused. Who was the next person? My piano instructor. What happened? I... He was this this mean, horrible man, and he terrified me. He was always yelling at me, and I just wanted him to be afraid. What'd you do? I made him see spiders all over, and he ended up running right through his glass patio door, and he got hurt pretty badly. I don't I don't think he died, but I stopped taking lessons from him. Where did you come up with the name Phantasm? Um, it was from that old Batman mo- cartoon movie. Have you ever heard of, insert name of British author? Yeah, it came up a few times. I took a class on those uh, Penny novels. Did you ever read insert name of book that yeah um and he, he goes uh um i i don't know maybe when did the phantasm become a part a, a separate entity when i was a teenager they i was under all this stress and i i i just needed it to be not me and then there was the child and the the coward and the phantasm and they were these separate things that i could i could blame these these impulses on and now it's it's just all it's all wrong yeah it kind of is now um okay where's the coward his room is in the basement It'll be this way. And he opens the pool house door and you both walk through it. And you are not in the place you saw through the window. You are at this like carnival of horrors thing. It, it, it is a carnival, but it's like, again, it's, it's like from the perspective of a scared child. And Henry goes, I, I remember this. I, I, I hadn't, hadn't thought about this in so long. It It's... We went to the carnival when I was a kid, and he just kind of, like, wanders off. No, 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 we, no, we, this is not Scooby-Doo. No, it's, it's, the memory leads this way. Oh, okay. And, and he leads you over, and you see someone who looks like they work at this carnival abusing one of the animals. Just yelling, you know, get out of the goddamn cage, you stupid animal. And uh, it it freezes, and you see uh, the phantasm kind of step out of the shadow, and he goes, "You remember what you did next, Henry? Why? This is before I was here. Why did you do it, Henry? He made the man think 
that the lion wasn't there. And then the lion killed the man. I turned to Henry. Do you still have guilt over this? And he he goes, I, uh, I, and the phantasm goes, go on, Henry. I, I turn to the phantasm. Mind your business. And he, uh, he goes, go on, Henry. Tell her how you're not sorry, because it felt good. Did it feel good because you saved an animal from an abuser? Or did it feel good because you... I, be, because he was hurting the animal, that's... Why? But I, I don't want to hurt people. And the phantasm interrupts and goes, oh, Henry. We both know that's not true. That's why I exist. It's because you are a monster. I'm just the name you gave it. I turn to Henry and I tell him, you are not the monster that you think you are. Well, here's the thing, Henry. I can, you and I, can become whole again. You fractured us. I'm just trying to put us back together. And he goes, uh, and, and Henry's like, no, no, you, you murdered the child. No, I didn't. All that joy is is a part of me now, a part of us, a, a real part of it. Not separated off into some separate little room. And just become a part of me, Henry. Part of us. I grab Henry's hand. And I don't even know if there's even a, a way to do this where the phantasm can't hear us. I don't know. What What are you saying? He needs to become whole with his fear. All right. Uh, no, I don't think you'd be able to keep okay. the phantasm from hearing that. Um, but you do see this brief look of agitation on the phantasm's face when you say that. Uh, and the phantasm goes, Henry, why would you listen to her? Why would you listen to him? I am him. And Henry squeezes your hand and pulls you with him as he just takes off running. Uh, and the phantasm calls after you. Uh, you can't hide from me, Henry. Fewer and fewer places to go. Um, and the Henry just leads you into the dark. I let myself be led into the dark. And eventually you are in what appears to be a very ordinary basement. Uh, and he says, uh, the coward chooses to come here because it's where I would go whenever my dad would start hitting my mom. Your dad's a fucking piece of shit. Yeah, I kind of pieced that one together. I, I look at Henry and I was like, you took the circus worker out, but you didn't take, you know. It's... I, hey, I, you know, I got my share of family problems too, but, and, you know. Uh, you hear this voice from behind the water heater uh, say, no, you, you, he's, you can't. He's way, no, 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 no. He would be so mad. Is, uh, I point at the water heater. Is that a... Henry nods. All right, let's see him. This face pokes around in it. Again, it, it's Henry, but it's this gaunt, uh, heavy bags under his eyes, shaking ever so slightly version of Henry. Um, what, what are you, what are you doing? 
phantasm killed the child. You, you just led him right to me. All right, Henry. I point at the coward. Put yourself back together. I, um, okay. And uh, the coward goes, what? what? What does that mean? What are you talking about? You and I have to come back to to merge. You have to allow yourself to be scared, Henry. And the, the coward goes, what happens to me? You will become a part of him. Do I just die? I can't. What happens? No, you won't die. The child's not dead. Uh, roll... I think I'd be clever. Since you're, you're making a pretty clever argument there. Uh, two, two, three. Alright, um, the coward goes, uh, oh, okay. Um, and he walks up to Henry, and Henry puts his hand on his shoulder and goes, um, I guess... <sighs> Your dad can't hurt you anymore, Henry. It's okay to be afraid. And uh, in just an instance, the coward's just gone. Um, But you can kind of see this shift in Henry. Um, He just doesn't... You didn't really notice it before, but he was kind of uh, muted in color. And now it's a little less so. Including, like, when we weren't in his mind? No, just in, in his mind. Um... Like it, and that's including his his clothing. Is that he's just like, if somebody had the monochrome turned yeah. to like eighty, they or, or or the color turned down to eighty, they turned it back up to like eighty five. Okay, how do you feel, in Henry? Scared, but uh, I guess that's normal, as normal as any of this can be. Um, and there's this. Again, like this crash as the whole basement comes down around you. Um, but now you're just back in that foyer area. Uh, I look at the phantasm and I'm like, you really like this room, don't you? He goes, <laughs> you think that any of this fucking matters? Uh, Actually, yeah, I do. You know, I guess I should be looking at this and saying thank you. Yeah, yeah. You just yeah, save yeah. me a step. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's it. I'm gonna kill you. Even though it's a little short, that's a perfect time to end this episode. You got you got some pluggables? You can find me on Instagram at Celine Noir. And if TikTok has not been banned, you can find me on TikTok under the same name. Uh, and you can find me wherever DMs leave their players on cliffhangers and important story moments, but also on all social media at Royal Artisan Props and at RoyalArtisanProps.com. Uh, bye. episode has been brought to you by we play rpgs podcast network you can support us by rating reviewing and recommending us you can find us online at weplayrpgs.com and on all social media at we play rpgs you can buy merch at tpublic.com and searching we play rpgs stay safe